Hello, welcome to another episode of the Fans Football Fellows Podcast. You got me, Cameron Lawrence. My last name, and you got Mr. I guess we'll go last names again. Tyler Platt. Formally introduce yourself, yes, sir. sir. Uh, we are just more than excited to break down another crazy week of football. This was, I feel like this is like what we should have gotten last week. Yes. <laughs> like all the guys that you expected to go off yes. went off. It has been, this season has been nuts. Yeah. And let me tell you, as a Vikings fan, I hated this week. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll get into more of that later, <laughs> of the pains of being a Vikings fan. If you are not a Vikings fan, consider I, yourself lucky. <laughs> I am happy for you. Um, <laughs> one, I, I, I have to ask you this question. Okay. How does it feel to not stress every single game? I know. I don't know. <laughs> but if there's one team that is going to out-Viking the Vikings, it is the Lions. Um, <laughs> this is true. Uh, a lot of big news right away yeah. um, this week. Uh, Saquon out a couple weeks. Yeah, that ankle looked gross. Oh my gosh, that thing was a like soccer ball. <laughs> it was ginormous. Yeah. Um, Ch went on the short term IR. Uh, yeah, looked a lot worse than it ended up being. Yes, uh, I, did you see him? Yeah. Uh, he yep. was on the ground punching. I mean, he looked like he was done for the year. Yep, yep. I mean, we'll get into this. I mean. We'll talk about waiver wire, yeah. maybe, possibly. Oh, yeah. I'm not completely sold on Daryl Williams being a huge pickup. Yeah. Because I, I want to think that, he, obviously, you're going to have to hand the ball off, mm-hmm. but there is someone else in this backfield for Kansas City. Yes. Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. And he is not that shabby of a player. No. So It's been a while since we've seen him really perform, but yep. he's – He's still got some juice he, in the he, tank. I mean, he's got the pass catching that Daryl yes. Williams, I mean, probably should have because mm-hmm. you probably should have, you yeah. know, catching ability if you're a running back at this point. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Watch for Jarek McKinnon. And then the other one is uh, Luke kind of touched on this, but Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, out till he's, he wants to be back week 10. But that seems very optimistic. I mean, that's five weeks he tore the tendon that allows him to open and shut his finger yeah that's i mean that's that's rough on your yeah. throwing hand as a quarterback <laughs> well, there's a there's a youtube channel i don't remember what the who the channel is and what the channel name is but he's a doctor and he goes through like sports injuries oh, yeah. and stuff and he showed like the you know the tendons for Ooh. your muscle right yeah. for your fingers are all the way back in your forearm oh. right so if you rupture it you have to go all the way back up to almost your elbow <laughs> oh. to like get that like connected back together. So yeah, it, it is it, it, good ooh. luck with a five week recovery. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough. But yeah, those are some of the biggest injuries. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Tyreek possibly, oh, yeah, possibly, possibly could miss could miss this week. Um, he got a stinger too. He's coming yeah. in questionable. Yeah, he's got banged up. Like, and, oh, and and not just physically. They got rolled. We will definitely take some time <laughs> to bask in that. Um, but yeah, let's start with our uh, fellow fellow approved players. That's what we're gonna we're gonna switch from most wanted to fellow approved. Yeah. Um, and see, these are just our top performers of the week at quarterback. Justin Herbert put up forty two fantasy points. Four, four pass touchdowns. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, there was other consideration. We'll talk about them later. Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. 31.2, three total touchdowns. Um, wide receivers don't want to get this. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. 11 catches, 206 yards of the tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is who we thought he was. Um, that, well, this is why you drafted him yes. in the first round. Exactly. And then we had Mark Andrews. 
who it was popped it off was, it last was, this night. was the uh the the game that we were all expecting like week one yes against the raiders but also like you expect this out yes. of your like potential top it was three like 11 ends. catches 149 yards and two touchdowns it was insane yeah um but yeah there was there were some other guys that really popped off two and we will we'll talk about those as we break down the games but those were the four guys that we really thought we needed to highlight yeah i mean herbert in a shootout yeah and and he i mean it it it's something special for a second year quarterback to say that composed yes. and to win that high scoring of a game. That's special. And he can really whip that ball yeah. around. Eckler, oh my gosh. Eckler should probably probably should have had one less touchdown yeah. than he really did. Because <laughs> I mean we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about this for like 30 seconds. Okay. I get the fact that you want to <laughs> run the ball, right? When your opposing team has no timeouts and you're on the three, two yard line, whatever it was. Right. Cause it, it's a slap in the face of the defense. I get it. Okay. But you're trying to run down the clock. Mm. Just take the knee. Yeah. Don't force your defense into an awkward situation because sure enough, what did Cleveland do? Yeah, they they outsmarted the chargers yeah. and said, well, let's just pick him up and bring him to the end. Yeah, they literally picked him up. Yeah. So, Whoa. I mean, like I said, Probably should have had one less touchdown than he mm. did, but hey, you know what? It's fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So you'll take it. Yep. Uh, Devon, I mean, Devontae Adams is unguardable at times. Oh, yeah. And he was against Cincinnati. I mean, he had 206 yards just all over the field. Yep. And the thing is, because Tyreek's done had two huge games like that, right? And they oh, were yeah. kind of battling one and two. But Tyreek does it with speed, you yep. know? And Tyreek's proved multiple times this year that he can be shut down. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, when he gets shut down, is still six catches for 60 yards. And, po- and probably a score. And, it, you know, you you can't double cover him and stop him. He's right. still open. Yep. You know, it's uh, insane. Yeah. And like I said, the game, the game that he had on Sunday is exactly why you took yes. him in the first round. Because, I mean, obviously, the odds of that happening every single week, not super likely, right? No. But if his floor, like Cam said, is six catches, six yards, and probably a score. Yeah. And his and his ceiling is what he had this past week. Yeah. You are you are very willing to take everything exactly. in between. Exactly. And then Mark Andrews. I mean, we tied touched on it. This is what you've been waiting for if you drafted him. Yeah. Um, he looked awesome again. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson threw for 440 passing yards. That was something that we never thought would happen. Let it be noted again, he did it against Denver and he did it against Indianapolis. Yeah. He won the game from the pocket. He is. I mean, they don't have any running backs. He has no, to. He has and to. he's proving that he can. Yep. Um, let's move on to our duds of the week real quick. Uh, quarterback, Kyler Murray. Yeah. I think this is – is this the second week in a row we've had him on here? I don't, uh, I don't know. He might, I don't think he was last year. It was a little more disappointing from where he was. I think that's what it was. Yeah. He was a step back from those – I mean, he'd been lighting it up. And two weeks in a row. I wonder I wonder if he's hit just an exhaustion point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was he like the world on fire. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, 13.6 fantasy points. Not what you're expecting if you're starting Kyler. No. I mean, and especially against San Francisco, right, mm-hmm. divisional opponent, you would think it's, I mean, no. I mean, we we should have known, or, I, you know, going into the game, you should probably guess that it's going to mm-hmm. be low scoring because it's a divisional yeah. game. But when one team has a top five mm-hmm. quarterback on their offense, yeah. 
you would expect major points, and it just didn't happen. For our other week at running back, there were running backs hard lower than Saquon did and CH. They got hurt. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon didn't look great, but we, we picked Damian Harris. Damian Harris also got a little banged up at the end of the game with rib, rib injury, but it was because he had he scored and was still nine points, and yeah. it was because of a fumble again. Yeah. Another fumble. I, I'm going to pull up the stats here because I want to say he's fumbled in three of the five games so far this year. And on a Bill Belichick team, that is not going to fly. You know that? Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that Bill Belichick hates, it's turnovers. Yeah. And so if Harris has to miss time and Ramondre Stevenson comes in, who also fumbled in the first, literally like the first – um, series of the year, mm-hmm. if he comes back and proves that he's not going to fumble, he might take over. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's the way Bill Belichick rolls. Is he, doesn't, he doesn't care. Like, he would rather have a little bit of a worse player who will hold on to the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's probably why you saw a bit of a mixture when New yes. England and Tampa played, yeah. where it was Brandon Bolden, mm-hmm. J.J. Taylor. Um, yeah, he's just trying to figure out who can do it best. You yeah. know, he's yeah. not going to be afraid to mix it up. Yeah. Um, at wide receiver, we went with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was a guy I believed in this week. I really thought that he was going to put up. Um... Oh, you got something? No, I was. Oh, just, right. I was just going to say, like, this is the matchup that yeah. you would expect Thielen to go off. I mean, the, you're, and the whole Vikings offense didn't look great except for Justin Jefferson and Alexander sure. Madison. Those two looked awesome. Well, Madison until he decided to fumble the yes. ball with pull, pull like the two minutes left. Pull the Dalvin Cook. Um, but yeah, it. He just – he wasn't – he didn't look great. He wasn't open a lot. He had a bad drop. That hit right between the numbers. Um, but he came – he did come up clutch yes. on the final drive of the game. And yes. that's – I mean, when you're an NFL team, sure, it hurts to have a couple drops. But, yeah, if you can make one big catch. Yeah, exactly. And then our tight end was – it was kind of a mixture of TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant. Both were just kind of gross games. Yeah, I – Hawkinson was a strange one because the Vikings yeah. have never been great against tight ends. No, and they sh- slowed him down. I, I, they I didn't even look his way. No, they really didn't. It was a weird game plan. I mean, they it, there was a lot of DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. a lot of carries for Jamal Williams. Yes. Um, it looked like Amon Ross St. Brown really was involved. Yeah, Quintus Cephas before yes. he got hurt. Like they were mixing the ball around a lot. Yeah, and then Noah Fan. Noah Fan's just is. Tim Patrick really that much of a better target than Noel Fant? I, I <laughs> you know, because no Jerry Judy. Yeah. He should be really involved with Teddy Bridgewater playing. Corlin Sun had an awesome day. Yeah. And he just was not. Yeah. I wonder because I'm trying to remember Denver played Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. correct? Yeah. Yes. Wonder if that, I mean, I didn't watch the game too closely, but I wonder if that was just a, a safety on tight end yeah. matchup. It might have been. Pittsburgh has, I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick and yeah. Terrell Edmonds are one of the best yeah. tandems. So definitely, maybe that hindered Fan a little bit. But yeah. again, Judy's coming back soon, and this is not what you were looking for out of Fan. Not at all. Um, all right, we're gonna jump into a little sell high by low. We each got a player who on both sides of it. One uh-huh. one player that's been playing really well that we think you could get max value at this point for. Yep that maybe he has a couple of games down the road, but he's not going to hit this point again. Mm-hmm. And we have our buy low guys, guys that we think might still cost a little bit, mm-hmm. but you get them way under their value right now. Yep. Um, 
So Ty, why don't you give us your sell high? Oh, see when you, uh, when you're describing sell high players yeah. and you're saying you can get maximum value for this, you know, whichever player right now, yeah. there was one player that popped into mind. So I will take, little, okay. I'll take a little less time explaining both of these guys. All right. All right. First guy is Hollywood Brown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Marquise Hollywood Brown, I should say, because Hollywood's not his first. <laughs> um, he has been very surprising so far this year. Yeah, and it's this breakout year. So it's looking like. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I'm selling high is Rashad Bateman's coming back. Yeah. And I don't think a rookie receiver, you know, especially Rashad Bateman, just being from Minnesota, watching mm-hmm. go for games and yes. know and knowing what Bateman's skill set is. Um I don't think it's going to be a major issue for Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. especially after what he's done so far yes. this year. But I do think he takes a couple targets away, and that could – I mean, you saw, like the game last night because we're recording on Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? Hollywood Brown finished with like seven, 125, and two yeah. touchdowns, right? Like I don't think it's going to be seven. I think it's going to be like four or five. I don't think it's going to be 125, probably like 80, yeah. and a touchdown here or there. So, Which is still respectable. Right, right. But – he scored what, like thirty yeah. some points last night. Sell him high there. Yeah. So, For then sure. the other guy is James Robinson, and uh, James Robinson might be one of those guys that, like, if you if it's like, you know, let's say yeah, like Christian McCaffrey running back one, then James Robinson's your running back two. Maybe don't sell high on him just yes. yet. But like, if you've got another solid running back, like let's say Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. I would sell high on James Robinson. Yeah. Um, just because you don't know what this Jaguars team – I mean, even this past week, it, it – I, I maybe it's just our exact week one thoughts mm-hmm. again. I just can't trust anything about yeah. the Jaguars. I mean, they had like three chances on the one-yard line and fourth and one. Who do they give it to? Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Why? It's And this is nothing as James Robbins. I love James Robbins. Oh, we I, all do. We wanted to be James Robbins fans so bad. Uh-huh. But Urban Meyer is a screw-up. <laughs> I'm he, gonna just say it right there. He, he is. He, he should not be an NFL. He coach. is royally screwing up. Yes. this Jacksonville Jaguars team. Yeah, he is. Is I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. Right. Who's your sell high? My sell high is the guy that Ty actually just mentioned is Cream Hunt. Um, oh. I really like Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt has been awesome this year. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing where when I look at Cream Hunt is he's he's less than fifty percent of the snaps. Yeah, he's less than fifteen touches a game. Yep. And he has been crazy efficient in scoring touchdowns. And that's what you need. Yeah. But if I'm looking at Kareem Hunt right now, I'm I'm you might be you probably are able to trade him for someone who has consistent touches, mm-hmm. who maybe has underperformed a little bit, but because they have consistent touches, their lows will be a lot less than Kareem Hunt. Yep. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's value with Hunt in being a pass catcher. Yes. I mean, he he definitely like don't hear what we're not saying with the, no. both with all three of these guys yes. like these are still really solid guys yes. we're just saying they are at peak value right now like once you trade them they're still going to be good it's not like you're gonna get rid of them and then all of a sudden they're gonna be like oh not existent anymore right. you know you're trading him at peak value because you don't think it's gonna get better and you're trading for a guy that you think is gonna be better like yeah maybe an aaron jones mm. something like that someone who mm-hmm. probably is scary in some of the fantasy managers with the way aj Dillon played you know yeah i'm and so but people like that, maybe a Joe Mixon, yep. someone who's going to get consistent volume, mm-hmm. who they're 
like his boom, Kareem Hunt's boom week is a 27. Right. We saw last year Joe Mixon's boom week is a 42. Yeah. You know, and the floor for these guys, like Kareem Hunt could have a four point game. He yeah. could. Yeah. He could have two, like one catch for 30 yard, for 10 yards and 12 rushes for 25. Yeah. You know, he, that could happen. It probably won't, but it, that's it his could. floor. Whereas like a Joe Mixon is going to be 10 points a game, right. you know, even 12. Or so, something like that. Yeah. So that, that would be the way I'm selling. Yeah. And I'll jump into my um, buy low right now. And I'll show you back to you. I buy low is Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Um, and the reason I'm saying buy low on Calvin Ridley is he's out last week. He's had two decent games, two bad games. And then he's out last week and he's got to buy this week. Mm-hmm. I fancy managers for some reason have the shortest memory in the world. Yep. You know, they're like, oh, he hasn't played two weeks. Now he, I kind of remember how I was a little disappointed at the beginning of the year. I can trade him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still, I mean, Matt Ryan's proving it. Like at the, at the beginning of the year, we thought he was done. We thought the wheels fell off. Yeah. And he's starting to play play well again. He's getting back to it. And what Kyle Pitts did this last week is what Calvin Ridley can do every single week. Exactly. I mean, he can have 10 catches, 100 yards, and touchdown every single week. He he is good enough to. Yeah. He has he proved it last year. He can be a number one. Even if you try and double him, he can mm-hmm. still make, get catches. He can still score touchdowns. Yep. So I think Calvin Ridley is my buy low target right now. Yeah. And I mean, you, this Falcons team is slowly starting to put it together mm-hmm. on this on their offense and stuff. And it was good to finally see Pitts yes. do something because it's it's <laughs> the time where it was yeah. getting real low for a lot mm-hmm. of fantasy owners. So yeah, um, I'll take over my buy low, uh, Mr. Jerry Judy. And uh, you may hear Jerry Judy and go, well, wait, he's injured right now. Exactly. That's why you can buy low. That's why you buy low. (laughs) Look, Jerry Judy may be a week to probably three weeks at this point. They're saying like middle of October is like when he'll be back. So pretty close to middle of October. We're pretty close. (laughs) We are very, very close. So um, the thing with Judy is that, this was reported all the way back at like beginning of like OTAs and training mm-hmm. camps and stuff that Teddy Bridgewater and Jerry Judy had this unreal connection. And it was a consistent all the way through, all the way through, all the way through, even through the preseason yes. games and all that. Like there was everything matched up, mm-hmm. right? Week one comes around and guess what? They connected again. Yes. Six catches, seven reset or six catches, seven targets, mm-hmm. 60 some yards. And about the halfway point of the game, he goes down with his with his high. It was half a game he did that. Yeah, half a game. So that should tell you yeah. all you need to know about Jerry Judy and buying low on him right now. Yes. That if he played half the game and he got that, yeah. Imagine a full game, and especially with targets like Corlin Sutton, who have been doing well. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to kind of respect Corlin Sutton yeah. a little bit more. So definitely. Watch for a Jerry Judy takeover when he gets back. Yeah, so let's let's transition now into kind of breaking down some of the games for this week. We'll kind of fly through a couple. Um, the Thursday night game, Lucas kind of gave a little debrief on it. We'll kind of mention mm-hmm. it again. Robert Woods, if you draft for Robert Woods, you needed that. You, like mentally as a fantasy manager, you needed that. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, I, I actually was more excited about Cooper Cup than Robert Woods for the reason that Robert Woods dominated that game. Cooper Cup still had 16 points. Yep. You know, I mean, he, he's he was, still going to be He was good. a half yard away from the score. Exactly. Like, 
Uh, Daryl Henderson looked really good. Yeah. Um, Sony Michelle stole a touchdown from him, but he still had 17 fantasy points. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, you're going to live with that. Um, <laughs> and then the Seahawks, we've, I've, I think this is the third time we mentioned it. Ross being out, that's going to change. How, how are you feeling about Metcalf and Lockett? I think Lockett's going down on my board. Yes. And Metcalf is going like is skyrocketing. See, and that's because Metcalf is going to play that tight end role that he's just the outlet for Geno. Yeah. Uh, whereas Lockett needs to be able to stretch the field, and I don't know if Geno can do that. Yeah. I mean, it was on the 99 yard drive that they had uh, to get within a score yeah. before, you know, mm-hmm. LA kicked a field goal, but. The entire drive pretty much mm-hmm. was DK Metcalf. Yeah. And he finished it off with a score. Yes. So, like, he's going to be looking for him when they get to the end zone. And especially, like, let's say Chris Carson's out again. Yeah. Um, they have to throw. They have to throw, and DK has to be the guy yes. they're throwing to. Yeah. So, if you can if you can manage to buy low on DK, he's another guy that yeah. I would buy low on. Um, Just Falcons. Um, the London game. Yeah, we really don't like London, I guess. Uh, sitting over the Jets and Falcons. Uh, like, it's the Thursday night matchups of, like, yes. Houston, Carolina. Like, this coming like yeah. this coming Thursday, Philly, Tampa. Like, yeah. I don't what are the – what? Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts is the same as our Woods, though. If you drafted Kyle Pitts, you needed that game because otherwise you were going to feel really dumb. Yeah. yeah, you were starting to feel like, oh, especially yeah, in a redraft league. Yes. But he showed he can handle himself as a number one option. Obviously – Jets defense is awful. It's, yeah, it's the Jets. They, they are brutal. We will acknowledge that, but he still looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were downfield plays or red zone yes. plays. Like he was being used all over the field. And Cordero, I think he has solidified himself that he needs to be in your lineup. I don't want anything to do with Cordero. Really? But for the sake of the podcast, yes. Like he has to be in your lineup. He does. If you point. have him, I mean, obviously, unless you're playing like just absolute studs, but yeah. He just is so involved, and it's weird. Yeah, it like, is. I it's mean, gross, but he I, is. <laughs> I, 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 we talked about it on the last episode. Like, I'm done calling him a running back. He's, He's a receiver. Yeah. Like, and that might be my thing as to why. And, I don't and want then, of him. course, this game, he leads the team in rushing. <laughs> so, clearly, Atlanta's listening to us. Yes. So, you know what, Atlanta? Uh, just play Cordero the whole game because he's a quarterback. <laughs> if we're if you guys are doing if you guys are doing the opposite, yeah. start him means bench him. Yes. So yeah, play him the entire game. There you go. Um, Pats Texans. I'm just gonna Davis Mills proved a lot of people wrong. Wow, he wow. really did. Uh, I don't know. Does that mean that Pats Pats defense bad? Does that mean? I think it's just see, the defense had a bad game. See, because Bill did exactly what I thought. He, um. Made sure that Cooks didn't catch the ball. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And the, but then Davis Mills still live it up. I yeah. mean, he had, like, 300, 300 some passing yards. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, in, <laughs> and then they still lose. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they had to use literally, like, everyone on their team. Yes. Like, Chris Moore. Yeah. Who? You got to look him up just to know whether his name is Chris. You see <laughs> Moore, you don't even yeah. know his name is. Yeah. Five catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown. Granted, that came on a big play, but like they, five they had to use everybody. Yes. So they, I mean, they're not a great team. Um, yeah, and Hunter Henry for the Patriots. Hunter is, Henry, tight end eight, right? Now. He's now coming around finally. Yes. Like this past game, six catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. I saw somewhere he ran three times as many routes as John did. They're on the field the same amount of time, but he ran three times as many routes. He's the, just, he's the he's the pass catching tight end, right? I, I'm not going to brag, and I'm not going to say I told you so, but I, I said it. 
back See? when we broke it down, I was like, it's like, why are we saying Hunter Henry is a tight end too? So you went Hunter Henry and Lucas went Janu, and I stayed smack in the middle and tried to avoid both of them. <laughs> um, so you can you can brag to Lucas a little. Oh. Tell, tell him you call it. I mean, Luke, <laughs> Lucas definitely won't watch to this point. So <laughs> Lucas, let me know. Uh, just you know, just let me know that if you got to this point, let me know mm-hmm. and uh, just let me rub it in your face just a little bit more of that. Um, and then. The one that almost broke our hearts, the one that almost made me go crazy was the Lions Vikings. Um, this game should have been out of hand. There should have been no game. And then the Vikings fumble on their own 25. Detroit goes down to scores, takes the lead, and then lets the Vikings drive down the field. And then their kicker saves his career and Mike Zimmer's career on the same kick. <laughs> we can't forget the fact too he made so greg joseph made a kick from what 52 from 52 (laughs) he was short on a 49 yard field goal by like five yards it wasn't close he at the bottom of the stanchion (laughs) and then he comes in with the 54 What? what 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 like if Greg Joseph makes the forty nine yards, this, it's over. Nothing, ha- nothing it's, it's over. But oh. we have to make it hard because we're the exactly. Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, two things out of that, Madison. If he is in for Cook, you need to play him. Yeah, I mean the, he's a must play if he's in for Cook. They they trust him a, a lot more mm-hmm. than they did last year. Amon Ross and Brown. Actually, three things. Amon Ross and Brown is about might be a viable waiver wire pickup. Might he's he's someone. I to think me, I need to see another one week. To me, he is someone you can stash on yes. your bench. Because and if he picks it up again, if he does another week like he has the past couple of weeks, he's a worthwhile stay, mainstay on your bench. And then number three, Justin Jefferson is ridiculously good. I'm not <laughs> going to say we can trade Thielen, but we can trade Thielen. He <laughs> can do it all. He's, he uh, is awesome. All right, let's move to the ugliest game of the week, I think. Uh, Eagles-Panthers. What was this game? It was gross. The, uh, like, it was gross. I was so I was watching um, the Vikings game with yes. a, a buddy of mine, and we were kind of checking up on fantasy and stuff. And you know, oh, Deontay Johnson just went fifty yards yes. to the house, right? And you know, just kind of like that, not really, mm. re- you know, realizing what's going on with the rest of the games, just only what's going on with your players. Yeah. And I was like, well. I don't remember the score at the time. I was like, Carolina is leading by a little bit. I'm like, you, you would figure. Yeah. Sure enough. Then I get, home, I, you know, I head on home and helping the parents out with dinner. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday night pregame shows on and they're running through the games. And here comes the Philly Carolina highlights. And like, I thought Carolina won this game. <laughs> no, Philly came out with the dub. Oh. I, or should I say Jalen Hurts came yeah. out with the dub? <laughs> and the thing that proved most, and we said this on Instagram and TikTok, Jalen Hurts had his worst game, objectively worst game of the season by a lot. By, by and, and was quarterback, I think he Six. ended up seven after Lamar. Oh, yeah. Quarterback seven. I, it maybe even quarterback eight after, because I think Carson even passed. But still, top eight quarterback for sure. Yep. 20 points and he was objectively bad he only he was less than 200 yards passing he had in there he had an INT like it was ugly passing game for Jalen Hurts but the the rushing upside is there 
I yep. mean, he's their only running back. They do not use Sanders or Gainwell. <laughs> I mean, if they use Gainwell, it's in the past. Yeah, exactly. So he is the only one. Um, we'll kind of fly through these. Saints, Washington. Jameis Winston, another 15 completions, four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing for each team, Washington, Antonio Gibson's finally coming back yes. now, yes. which is very, very good if you're a Gibson owner. Um, and then for the Saints, Kamara, I, I, he had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. Yes. And you kind of expect that against Washington and how Washington's defense has been so far this year. But uh, Marquez Callaway, yeah. four catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Granted, one of them was a Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, a lot of people have bailed on Callaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, he may make an argument for – being like in Amon Ra, Amon Ra, yeah. St. Brown, just stashed on your bench. But yeah. don't blink now, but Michael Thomas is right around the corner. Yeah. He's got a bye week and he's back. Yep. Um, Titans, Jags, Derrick Henry is really good. Like uh, super good. <laughs> to the point where if they play a not good defense, they don't have to throw. <laughs> Literally zero times. I mean, they can give it to him 40 times. They can tell the defense, we are running to the right with Derrick Henry, and he will still get five yards of carry. Tannehill's final stat line, 14 to 22, 197, one touchdown. And they scored 37 points. Yep. I mean, Derrick Henry, what did, I'm looking at you. You got it right now. 29 carries, 130 yards, three touchdowns. This man is on pace for 500-plus touches this season. That is crazy. And he's not slowing down. No. It's unreal. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> it's to the point because this upcoming week, Tennessee has Buffalo on Monday yes. night. Derrick Henry is so good that because of him, they have a puncher's chance yes. against the Bills. Because okay? they control the ball. Too. Right. Yeah. And that's what you need against the Bills because yep. their offense is awesome. Um, Bucks Dolphins. Surprise of the week, Miles Gaskin. Two touches the week before and then comes out and drops 31 points. Are you kidding me? Yeah, double-digit targets and catches. If you have Miles Gaskins on your fantasy team, I am sorry. Because there is not a chance you started him. Yep. And he just drops 31 points yep. on the best run defense in the league. I'm mean, granted it was all receptions, but it came out of nowhere, it felt like. like I, I don't <laughs> understand Miami's offense. Yes. In the slightest. Like, I get the first week that Jacoby Brissett yeah. started because Jalen Waddle had, like, what, 13 catches, but, yeah. like, 50 yards. I get it. You're using Waddle in the short yeah. game. But, like, you're using Malcolm Brown over Miles Gaskin in the run game. Yeah. What? Exactly. You're using Devontae Parker more than you're using Will Fuller. Granted, Will Fuller is injured, but in the one game that Fuller played, mm. and he did get hurt, I can't – okay, you know what? I can't really make an argument for Fuller at this mm. point, but, like – I'll say, I'll just put it this way. What the heck is this yes. Miami offense? I don't know. Tom Brady's quarterback one on the season. Ridiculous. 16 total touchdowns. Um, all three receivers are good. Godwin had the worst game by far, and he still had 14.5 points or whatever. I mean, they're all going to score. Mm-hmm. They throw the ball so much, and they're so good. The two I want to ask you about. So mm-hmm. we, we just talked about Gaskins. Fournette, mm-hmm. two. How do you feel about Fournette moving forward? I think he's very matchup dependent. Yeah. Um, and it's not so much like easy defense yeah. home game because they won't run the ball when they're at home. Yeah. 
it's almost it's like borderline like weather dependent. Yes, like they showed it against New England on a rainy night. They're gonna run the ball. Yeah, and uh, don't know how often that's gonna happen. Exactly. And then Miles Gaskin, what do you think? Are you starting him? Are you trading him? Are you benching him? Are, what do you what do you, what do you do? I feel like you gotta start him if he's in your lineup after that last performance. But oh my gosh, oh my gosh! If um, I had Gaskin, I would be trying. I would, I would try to treat him because I would not want to deal with the headache. No, and I, but I mean, <laughs> but can you, you can even tra- trade him? No, you can't because everyone's gonna be like, "Well, he's done nothing." Yes. Um. <laughs> oh, it's just. I'm sorry if you have Miles Gaskin. If I'm honest, just cut him. Like you think so? Even after that week, I. Like you're not going to get any trading value for him. Uh, I would hold on to him. I don't know if I'd start I, him next it, week. I, I got to get him one more week after this. It depends on who, which other running backs you have yeah. on your team, right? Like if you've got no, like if you got no one underneath Gaskin, hold on to him, yeah. right? But like you're comfortable with you know three other running backs, you're not going to get value on him in a trade. So just know, no matter what you decide to do with him this week, it will be wrong. Yes, <laughs> just know that. Just maybe actually for every player on Miami, yes. go into every week expecting to be wrong. Yes. How about the craziest game, kicking game of the week, Packers Bengals? <laughs> oh, there was five missed field goals this game. Three by Crosby, two, two by, by McPherson. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, Jamar Chase and Vontae Adams showed up. Yeah, like. They are legit. I mean, we knew, legit. we knew Devontae was. Jamar Chase, we knew legit. Yeah, legit. we knew he had the talent too, but it was just a matter of when he would put Man, it together. He's putting it together. Yeah. But the kickers, <sighs> like, I I don't know how the majority of Packer fans feel <sighs> after that game, but like, I, you know, there were a couple things I was hoping that that would happen. One, they would realize that it was not going to be an easy game. Mm-hmm. And two, um, that they are just as lucky to win the game as they are to not lose the game. Yes. Right. Like they did not win that game. Right. Look, I mean, Vikings fans have been saying this since week one. This Bengals team is actually really good. They are. They may not make the playoffs, but they're going to be just good enough. Yes. That they, like week 18, right? Right before the mm-hmm. playoffs, like you need a win and in, and you get the Bengals. They will screw it over for yeah, you. Yeah, they're they're so young still, so mm-hmm. they don't make all the plays that they need to make to be yeah. a solid playoff team. But they, they are they will put up a challenge against whoever they face. Yeah, I mean they they stop the run. They yes. force Rodgers to beat them through the air, and yeah. I, and unfortunately that's how you beat Cincinnati. So like, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, Trey Waynes is not going to stop anybody. No. But all right, let's fly through a couple more of these Broncos Steelers, Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson. I mean, until Jerry Judy's back, Cortland Sutton's looking to be the only big yeah. guy. I mean, Ch- Claypool played well. Claypool did play well too, but can't knock him on that. Um, this Najee. was also the Najee Harris game. Yes. Um, yeah, one hundred twenty-two yards. Yeah, and I think that I think this is how you beat Denver because you got to kind of draw in the secondary yes. and then take the top off of them. And the only way you draw them in is by the short game with Deontay or running it with Najee. And I mean, yes, you've got Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb and the linebackers, but your defensive three, right. Cause they run a, a, a three, four, mm-hmm. their, their defensive line 
is just is is not fantastic fantastic yeah. so you can run up that bird yes um it, you just have to get the ball out quick because von miller is still von miller so mm-hmm. i think it was just a perfect game plan for pittsburgh yeah um who do they who does pittsburgh play this week oh i don't even know all the seahawks oh that'd be a weird game. no they'll win because it's geno smith yeah, i think it'd just be a weird game you like one of those i don't want to watch <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about it. I may grab a couple hours of sleep before work the next day. So, no kidding. (laughs) Um, Next game was ugly, too. Bears, Raiders. Fields did not look great. He didn't look terrible, but he didn't look great. Um, And they still won. Who are the Raiders? I mean, they – John Gruden's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after the email really, scandal, he just yeah. resigned, and yeah. we already didn't know who they were. Yeah. Um, actually, we did know who they were. They're going to beat teams that they shouldn't beat, and they're going to lose teams they should beat, and they're going to be 7-9 and nine in this playoffs. Yep. <laughs> that was them last year. <laughs> and it's been them, like, the last four years, and mm-hmm. they just make boneheaded mistakes, and, yeah. Just like their coach. Question. <laughs> yeah. Allen Robinson. I'm fully out on Allen Robinson. You are? Are you at the point where you cut him? Not to cut him. He's just – You just won't start him? Will not start him. Right. And fair enough. <laughs> may this be the episode where I make the announcement official. The Matt Nagy curse is a real thing. Yeah, he has destroyed this team. If he's the co- – I like, as Vikings fans – we want Nagy to stay yes. for as long as possible, Please. right? Yeah, I bet Packer fans want him to stay as long as possible too, yeah. right? But like, the fact that the Bear team is three and two boggles my mind. Like they they had Cincinnati, right? But yeah. the one good thing about Chicago is that their defense is getting somewhat back to mm-hmm. where it was a couple of years ago when yeah. they just shut everybody down. Mm. It's just gross. But their offense just can't do. They don't have squats. pretty wins, that's for sure. No, no pretty wins. None. And then we go to the shootout of the week. Um, it's an early can, uh, candidate for game of the year. Yeah. Chargers-Browns. This Chargers team went for – I don't even know what their fourth down conversions were. But they went for – it was like eight, seven. seven or eight times they went for it on fourth down. Yeah. And they were going on like fourth and seven. Yeah. And they did not care. But when you have Justin Herbert who can go 26-43 for 398 and four and then add another rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, I don't blame you. Um. Another question for this. Two questions. One on each side. Are you ready to say Mike Williams is overtaking Keenan Allen as wide receiver one of this team? For fantasy purposes or like in real life? Fantasy purposes. Fantasy purposes, yes. Huh? I think it's more so because of just how defenses are playing against yeah. the Chargers is that they're most definitely willing to be beat by Mike Williams. Yeah. And Williams is, like, just good enough yes. to, like, burn you. Yes. Right? Um, so, I I haven't watched a Chargers game that closely. But I want to think that defenses are still kind of – Yeah, they're they're not wanting Keenan Allen to, yeah. you know, get 16 targets in back-to-back weeks. Keenan Allen still has six catches for seven Federers. Like, he, right. he's not playing bad, but Mike right. Williams has been unreal. And, you know, Mike Williams is having the year I thought Keenan Allen would. Yeah. When I – because I was before the season started, oh, we all were. I I was saying Keenan Allen, wide receiver one. Yeah, and Mike Williams is having the season that I thought he could. Um, yeah, 
he could also Mike Williams could also be like this year's Corey Davis, yes. right? So could yeah, boom and enjoy, then kind of enjoy while it lasts. Yes. That's how I'll, that's how I'll put it. Uh, other side of the ball, Odell Beckham Jr. The Browns team scores forty two points, and this man has two catches for twenty yards. What are you doing with Odell? I'm still keeping him. He's yeah. just very matchup dependent. Yes, I mean. You knew go. I mean, you knew going in against the Chargers that I mean, the Chargers defense has been very, very uh, strong against mm-hmm. wide receivers. So you knew, or at least some of us, like we did at the fellas, <laughs> we knew to not play Odell, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't expect the New York Giants fantasy production of Odell Beckham Jr. at this point. It's yes. going to be it's going to be on and off. Um, yeah. I mean. I'm going to look up Cleveland's next yeah. like four games and just let you know, like start sit um, Arizona, Denver, Pittsburgh, uh, Cincinnati bench, Arizona bench, Denver start Pittsburgh. Yeah, maybe let's see how he's done the last two weeks. And then Cincinnati, you have to start. Yeah. Cause they're going to have, they're, I, I want to say they're going to have to throw, but they might not. This team is so good at running the ball. It's ridiculous. This is true. They, I mean, <laughs> Back with, I mean, all these weeks ago, two to be exact, when the Vikings and Browns played, the Browns came in to U.S. Bank Stadium they with the exact same game plan that the Vikings have done for the past, like, four years. And did it better. And just did it better. Like, they, like you want a team to run the ball? They will. I mean, that, that's what the Vikings want to do is they want to run the ball and play good defense, and the Browns did that. To a T. Yeah. Their defense is getting hurt though at yeah. the moment. And they've been giving up a crazy amount of points in the fourth quarter. Like that's why they lost to the Chiefs. That's why they lost to the Chargers. And if they want to make a deep run in the postseason, yeah. they got to figure that they out. But that again, we're in week five going on week six. Yeah. We still got a lot of time to figure it out. But it, it's to have two games out of the year so far uh as a loss because your defense cannot shut down an offense in yeah. the in the fourth quarter mm. a little concerning definitely all right let's kind of fly through these next two games so we can hit the last two more exciting games mm-hmm. um cowboys giants zeke is really good zeke's really good saquon's hurt yep only other question i have is Kadarius tony a legitimate option on your fantasy team is he flex worthy i think he has to be at this point with saquon out and Galladay probably out yeah. for another week um, because, I mean, Devontae Booker, I think what – I mean, he look, he had some pretty good runs himself against Dallas, right? So he'll he'll take some carries and stuff, but, like, it's Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney. And when Sterling Shepard is the uh, number one option, he tends to underperform yeah. massively. So – I say for you know next couple of weeks, Kadarius Tony could very well be. He was performing on Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, and then he decided to just like, yeah, and then he punched a guy <laughs> in the helmet. Well, he Why tried. Why do he, that? He tried and he missed. He was wearing a helmet. The yeah. only one that's going to get hurt is you. Yeah, it's it's the dumbest thing in the world. And it was after like the pile had gotten up to right. Yes. His teammate came over to defend him and. People who punch other if, people who are wearing helmets should be fined a stupid tax and have to pay that for the rest of their lives. Um, yeah. The next game, what a gross game. Cardinals 49ers. 
It was the Trey Lance experience. He actually didn't. I mean, he put up 16 yeah. points yeah. in a game where he only scored 10. I mean, that's that's exciting to know that that's a baseline. Well, like, you know, but you would expect a shootout yes. because San Francisco, Arizona, I mean, yes. are two fairly high powered offenses with not super great uh, defenses. Somehow the defenses just showed out. It's a divi- <laughs> it's a divisional game. You, you never know how yeah. those are gonna go. Yeah. Um Bills and Chiefs. I'm changing my Super Bowl pick. I'm taking the Bills over the Chiefs. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Um, that offense is legit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and during the during the broadcast, they had a quote from uh, Sean McDermott, the head coach, mm-hmm. that was like, after they lost to the Chiefs last year in the in the in the AFC championship game, yeah. they're like, All right, we know who to be. Yes. We know where we're at. We need mm-hmm. to beat Kansas City. This team. It's crazy. Uh, like, number one overall offense. Yes. Number one overall defense. Granted, they've had some easy games where they've been able to shut out teams, right? But the offense does not slow down. No. And the craziest thing is that it's not Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs doing this. It's Dawson Knox. Okay. It's Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, they're insane. I mean, Diggs literally had nine fantasy points this week. Yeah. And they still just steamrolled the Chiefs. I mean, they have put up – so they had an ugly game against the Steelers where they lost. And since yep. then they've gone 35 points, 43 points, 40 points, and 38 points. Their closest game was this last game, and they won by 18. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I – it's going to be, dare I say – Browns Bills. That would be crazy. In the AFC Championship game. And if you were to tell me that five years ago, no kidding. I would have told you that you're crazy. No (laughs) kidding. Um, things to watch for the Chiefs. CH out. We talked about that earlier. We can't mention Tyreek's banged up with a knee injury. Yep. And Kelsey had a stinger. Yeah. That could be they that's just something to monitor going forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then one of the craziest shifts from half to half. Oh my gosh. I, this was a, I mean, Baltimore looked like they didn't want to be there in the first half. Dare I say like third to fourth quarter. And then Lamar Jackson went, <laughs> I'm the best player on the field. Yep. And won the game uh-huh. was 440 passing yards. Uh-huh. We were talking about at the beginning of the year that we didn't think that you could have Marquise Brown or Rashad Bateman really. Because yeah. there wasn't enough piece of the passing by 300 yards in the last two games, mm-hmm. 440 this game, 500 yards of total offense from Lamar Jackson himself. That's nuts. What? <laughs> yep. This dude is crazy. I mean, John Harbaugh is a genius. He goes from Joe Flacco, changes his entire offense to Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Then this year loses all his running backs. <laughs> And is now going, all right, we're going to throw with a running quarterback, and it's working. working. So Colts look good. I mean, Carson Wentz is not a bad quarterback on a front I rank. think I dare I say, I mean, if we're going to give an overreaction yes. take, this was the homecoming game for Carson yes. Wentz. Like, you could make an argument that Carson Wentz is officially back. Yeah, I think he might be. Um, the one thing I really wanted to ask, I mean, you kind of mentioned this earlier, is – how much does Rashad Bateman affect Marquise Brown when he comes back? You kind of said that he takes away a couple targets. 
So do you think that makes Rashad Bateman, when he comes back, playable right away? Do you have to wait and see? I think Bateman will be playable until next year. Okay. Because I think at this point, I mean, he's been injured since training camp, right? So it's incredibly difficult to get a guy up to speed when you're in the middle of the season. For sure. So maybe if he has some production this year, it's at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, you you could make a hot take that like Rashad Bateman is the guy that you pick up like right yeah. before playoffs, and he actually like helps you win the playoffs. Yeah, you know. But like, it's yeah, a, I'm I'm preparing myself for Rashad yeah. Bateman season to be next year already for sure, for sure. All right, well, that kind of wraps up the week. Oh, just a crazy week. I I love talking about what happened what we look for next wide receivers going over 200 yards tight ends having double digit catches like it's all good stuff and you can you can no longer make the joke that lamar jackson is running back or wide receiver i mean he i think he led the league in passing yards this week yeah and he was 37 of 43 Mm -hmm. it's insane all right uh unfortunately we can't do waiver wire just because we are posting this on Wednesday. Most of waiver wires do, um, if for some reason they fall through Daryl Williams, we actually don't, I shouldn't say him first. We'll go Kadarius, Tony and Devontae Booker. I think both yeah. up there, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then probably Daryl Williams. Yeah. Those are the five guys to watch. If, if somehow they sneak through, they are definitely guys that you could add Hunter Henry and Amon Ross probably might, might sneak through. Uh, yeah. The other three would probably be gone right away. Yeah. I mean, maybe some other like deeper guys, yes. Khalil Herbert, he had 18 yes. carries, but this was also garbage time carries. But so. it, a deeper league that would yeah. be one to look at. Um, who? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicole yeah, Hardman in case Tyreek's missing time. Yeah. Tim Patrick's another one. Yeah. Although he might be a short-term rental Judy coming back. True. Um, but I mean, most of these guys are at this point. I mean, like if you got San Francisco, I mean, cause we're now getting buys, right? So if you got Saints, Falcons, 49ers players, yes. Tim Patrick, it might just be a worthy enough start. hundred percent. Now here's the other thing. I will say this. With Gruden out of Vegas yeah, and a new interim th- coach, I'm not, we're not going to open the can of worms with this Gruden thing. But what I will say is that it seems like every team in their first game with an interim head coach win every single yeah. time. So maybe just maybe bench Denver players this yeah, week. I would, uh, this is the time to call your shot on these Oakland players mm-hmm. or uh, not Vegas. Oakland, Vegas players. My bad. But this is the time. Like, do you think anything's, if you think something might change, I, do you either sell them or you buy into them. I, I, I'm slowly buying into Josh Jacobs kind okay. of taking over as the uh, the uh, the main running back. Okay. Um, but I probably need to see a game first. 100%. All right. With that, we will see you on Friday. Friday. And deuces. Deuces. Deuces.